Greetings, guys, and I hope all is well with you. Come on in, come on in. Grab a good pad, a good pen, as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, T.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author, with your co-host, Saya. Hey, everybody. Hope you all are doing fantastic. Thank you all very much for tuning in on today's podcast. And together, we host the Evolution Now podcast. So, if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, just send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. So we, um, you know, are currently in Libra season and Libra is governed by Venus. And Venus is currently in the sign of Libra. Mercury is also in the sign of Libra and so is the sun. Did you know that sign? We have like three planets in the sign of Libra right now. Oh, wow. Quite a lot. Yeah, it's a quite a lot of energy there, and um, it is really definitely vitalizing Libra's characteristics or the energy of Libra, which um, I think is really cool. I think it's good because, again, this is Libra season, of course, and so, you know, that energy of love and cooperation and collaboration, partnerships, and, and things of that nature is really highlighted. When I was uh, posting on IG recently, and I did a live, um, Someone commented uh, in the comment section and they were talking about Libra energy and Libra season and how uh, the energy just feels so beautiful um, to them. Well, considering the fact that they were Libras themselves, you know, uh, they uh, definitely mentioned how they enjoyed or they are enjoying this Libra energy, all this Libra energy that's going on right now. Um, so because we have those signs, no, I should say because we have those planets in the sign of Libra, um, there is this charming kind of cool, detached, um, compromising and negotiating, uh, flirtatious, um, and non-aggressive kind of energy amongst the people. Um, when you have, you know, Venus which is Libra's ruling planet, Mercury, as well as the sun in the sign of Libra. But we have to definitely be aware of and be careful of the shadow side of so much Libra energy. And the shadow side of the Libra energy could be, you know, we can become very uh, dependent, you know, too dependent on others, um, inconsistent. Sometimes we could be pretty superficial as well. So superficiality is something that we will certainly need to be aware of, you know, when we have um, so many planets and so much energy in Libra. Yeah. Um, this is a wonderful time also, too, to seek balance and to tap into your artistic talents and gifts as well, because Venus governs over creativity. Um and so, you know, any artists out there, if you are a uh, visual artist, a dancer, a painter, a singer, right? Um, or whatever it is that you do, if you are a poet, whatever the case may be, uh, this energy certainly lends itself for you to tap, tap, tap into your artistic abilities, okay? 
Um, I think, Sai, you had some, uh, some of my artistic abilities is, you know, I like, you know, singing, but I don't sing often, but I can, right? Um, dancing, painting, and all those good things. How about you? I think, Sai, when you were, when you were young, you like to put, uh, you used to build, used to yeah. build robots. Yeah, I used to make robots out of like parts, random parts, you know. When I was like, when I was at home, I would use like these uh, bottle caps and uh, paper toilet rolls and cardboard boxes and even water jugs to like make my own little robots and have the buttons be made out of these caps of bottle caps. So yeah, after I did that, I was like, it was fun at first. You know, but I wanted to take it a step further. So during that time, like when I joined uh, a robotics team that they had that was involving like Lego robotics, that was that was very cool for me. You know, I really enjoyed that. It was always being creative with how, you know, to design robots with the team that I was with, and yeah, it was a really good environment, man. It was really good. So yeah, so tapping into your creativity. Um, it was something that you were definitely doing. Cause I remember, you know, you taking the little, you know, toilet paper yeah. rolls and all those types of things. Yeah. Working that out. And then you moved into um, uh, building the um, architect architecture architectural um like yeah, those skyscrapers lego kits, lego kits yeah they were like lego kits yeah yeah so you know for those of you out there who are interested in or you that's what you do okay if you work with legos and and, and legos you know people work with at any age okay um you know this is a wonderful energy to kind of get into those artistic gifts and things of that nature so with mercury and libra uh, this is definitely a time where people are diplomatic you know, um, friendly um, in their thinking and their communicating. They're pretty rational when Mercury is in the sign of Libra. And of course, with the sun in Libra, it vitalizes the energy of Libra and our partnerships of all kinds, right? We're pretty diplomatic and, you know, just want to make sure that everybody's okay and things of that nature. So, um, again, needless to say, this is a lot of cooperative, diplomatic, friendly um, energy. Yeah. So I hope you guys are enjoying it if you are feeling it out there. Um, and so in medical astrology, I wanted to point this out. Libra governs over the kidneys. And I don't know if I said this in one of the previous podcasts, but Libra governs over the kidneys, the lower back, the GI tract, uh, the lumbar spine, hair, skin, and other aesthetic body parts. And so this is a wonderful time, especially if you have like sun, the Mars, or if you have uh, Saturn energy uh, in the sign of Libra in your natal chart to certainly look after those parts of the body um, and focus on, you know, making sure that, you know, your kidneys are good, your lower back is good, your lumbar spine, your hair, and your nails and other aesthetic body parts are, are, are doing well. So that's that's grooming. And speaking of grooming, I just um, cut the boys' hair. And I was just talking to them today about, you know, me cutting their hair again uh, recently. I'm, you know, getting my skills up when it comes to, you know, being a barber. The barber of Seville. She's doing pretty good. She's doing pretty good so far. Well, thank you. Thank you for the co-sign. I appreciate that. Appreciate the co-sign, brother. 
Yes. So, you know, I don't know what it is. I, I just feel like that's something that I just wanted to do. Um, and I picked up some clippers and said, yo, let me just, you know, start on my own head because my sides are shaved. So I said, look, I'm going to attempt to shave my own sides um, and, and shape them up. And then from there, I was like, wait a minute, I have two heads that I could practice on. And um, they seem to they, they seem to be, I'm so yeah, seem to be doing pretty well with it. And I'm looking forward to growing in that area. So when we talk about hair and nails and things of that nature um, and grooming ourselves, this is definitely Libra season is a time for, for us to certainly do that. So we are also um, focusing on, you know, those areas of the body and, you know, the kidneys, when we talk about the kidneys, they are responsible for, you know, assisting us in eliminating toxins from our body and purifying the body. So during Libra season, it's also a time to purify our relationships as well. So as the kidneys purify the body, it's time, you know, during Libra season to be purified uh, by our relationships and to purify our relationships as well. Relationships of all kinds, even when it comes to open enemies, right? Even when it comes to open enemies, you know, what type of relationship is that? Why do you feel the way that you feel towards a quote unquote, someone that you would consider an enemy? And when we talk about open enemies, those are adversaries that we know, not people that we don't know that's hidden, right? Like we see that we see that person and we're like, that's the person that, you know, I have beef with, or I'm not feeling right now. They're not feeling me. Right, right, right. And so it's like, that's an opportunity for you to think about, you know, what's at the root of that situation. And, you know, is there a way that you can move forward in that situation, right? And maybe even, you know, rectify the situation, you know, depending on the root cause of why that person is an open enemy for you, okay? Um, because Libra is all about balancing energy, harmonizing energy. And they would rather, I feel, um, you know, try to reconcile as opposed to not reconcile, you know, um, situations. So um, if you have any open enemies out there, think about that. You know, think about the situation that you may have with that individual. And, um, you know, why, why is that individual an open enemy to you? When you sit down and think about it, you know, is it really going to matter five years from now? Or 10 years from now? Or 100 years from now, maybe? Hmm. Eh, um, I don't think so. So, I mean, you know, that's something to quite, you know, think about. Maybe it don't necessarily need to be right. an open enemy anymore, right? So, all relationships are grand gifts from the universe. And these grand gifts called relationships, they help you to, you know, learn things. And they show you things about yourself as well as the other okay within the relationship show so they show you things about yourself as well as um, things that you may need to see about the other within the relationship all right that's something that I want you guys kind of think about right there and that's just piggybacking off of that whole open enemies uh, situation that we just talked about 
when you are in a situation with another person or a relationship with another individual, whether it's a a, a, a relationship that's in, in, you know, favorable standing or not, really think about the relationship and what that relationship is showing you about yourself. You know, and, and some people aren't at times mature enough to see that because they are so quick to see what the relationship is showing them about the other person because the other person is outside of themselves. So it's easier for them to think about the other, right? And what what's, what flaws are, you know, with the other person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, as opposed to really um, understanding that relationships are also there to show you about yourself first and foremost, right? You know, um, what is this situation saying about me? All right, what is this relationship saying about myself? Not just about, you know, the other. So definitely keep that in mind, you know? Keep that in mind when in any relationship of all kind because it makes you um, hold yourself accountable for your own behaviors, your own actions, your own thoughts. It really takes a mature soul to kind of do that and really see yourself. Okay, um, as opposed to seeing the other, because we we are really quick to point the finger at the other person, right? As opposed to holding ourselves accountable for our own behaviors and our own, you know, um, actions within a relationship. And there are times when we can't even really see it because we're on the inside looking out, as opposed to being on the outside looking in. Um, astrologically, when it comes to relationship compatibility. We look at the emotional and the sexual orientations, okay, of um, two souls. So, you know, this is a season of Libra. We are talking about, you know, relationships of all kinds. So when you are in a relationship with another person, whether you are just beginning a relationship with someone or you are already in an existing relationship with someone, um, astrologically, those who study astrology and those who are, you know, professional astrologers look at Mars within the natal chart. Um, we look at Venus as well, your Venus placement, your moon placement, and your sun placement as well. So Mars, your Mars placement, your Venus placement, your moon placement, and your sun placement. And so, and that's by sign, all right? And house, but you know, the sign is, is, is important, okay? Um, when it comes to those placements and, you know, compatibility. And so I spoke about this uh, on my IG and Facebook page about the sun and Mars energy. And so the sun energy is your individuality. That's your personality. Your Mars energy is your physical energy you know you know your drive um your sex your sexual drive as well so um we look at that and those two energies the sun and mars are masculine in nature your venus energy okay um is your how you share yourself you know it's the sharing of of yourself with others all right um and you know your moon energy is your emotions okay that's your emotions 
and your conditioned responses, how you are conditioned to respond to your environment, okay? And it's also your subconscious. So those two energies, your Venus and your Moon, are feminine. And so um, in this season of Libra, it's about balancing. So not only is it about, you know, um, looking to see, you know, what signs those uh, planets are in, but it's also about are you able to balance those energies once you know what your Mars is, your Venus, your Moon, and your Sun. So, you know, um, say for example, your Sun is in Pisces, uh, your Moon is in Scorpio, right? Your Mars uh, might be in um, Leo, okay? Uh, and um, what else did I say? I said your sun is in Pisces, right? I said your moon is in um, Scorpio and your Mars is in Leo, right? And say your Venus is in Aquarius, okay? Knowing that and studying that information about the planetary placements within those signs and then actually saying, hey, how can I harmonize or balance these energies out and not have too much of one or two and very little of the others? How can I equally utilize these energies to harmonize them? That is gonna be very important when it comes to your relationships because you're learning how to balance your own inner energies, not too much, not too little, right in the middle, but then you're also learning about how you, you know, relate, you know, to others and share yourself with others. And you're also learning how you are conditioned to respond, how you emotionally respond to the other person. You also learn whether or not your individuality is compatible with the other person's individuality. Okay. As well as your drive, your physical drive and how you show up. You know, so those things are quite important, especially during this uh, Libra season. What say you, Sire, about the sun energy and your moon? Do you feel like your sun energy, your moon energy, do you think any of those things really matter when it comes to compatibility and relationships? I'd say it's one of the one of the biggest influencing factors that can determine, you know, that. Um, Which one is one of the biggest? All of them or just one sticks out more than the other for you? Yeah, like one sticks out more. I'd have to say the moon. I'd have to say the moon sticks out more. Yeah. Because, you know, with the, uh, with the relationships, the, one of the things that's, you know, ba uh, based or, you know, that's the foundation of a relationship is emotions, you know? Emotions is one of the things that keeps a relationship together and starts it, so... Yeah, that's what I. That's what I. That's what I think. So that moon energy for you is the thing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, coming from a male, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's just from what I've observed, you know, for 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 relationships. So. Yeah. And the reason why I say coming from a male is because. You know, the feminine energy, again, is that moon energy. And so mostly right. women are, you know, coming from an emotional standpoint, I would I would say. Not all women, but, you know. So, yeah. Well, that's a good observation. 
That's a good observation. You know, in relationships with compatibility, there are times when we do find that whatever the sun sign is, if your partner's moon sign is the same sign as your sun sign, all right, um, and vice versa, if your partner's sun sign is the same as your moon sign, there could definitely be a nice little match there because the personality is aligning with their emotions, the way that they emote in the world, right? So there's a connection there, a familiarity with the individuality and the emotional side of your partner. So um, I have two clients uh, that are married and the wife um, is a Virgo and her husband is a Cancer son, but his moon is a Virgo. So he's a Virgo moon. She's a Virgo sun. He's a Cancer sun, and I think she's a Capricorn moon. So what's interesting about that is her Capricorn moon is opposite his Cancer sun, okay? But her her Virgo sun is, you know, um, compatible with his Virgo moon energy. So it's very interesting. So. You know, that's something that is certainly taken, everybody. Take that all in. Look at your sun. Look at your partner's sun energy. Look at your moon energy. Look at your partner's moon energy. Um, look at your Venus if you have your natal charts. And look at your partner's Venus as well as your Mars. And see, you know, what's going on there. Do a little research of your own, okay? For the compatibility. As far as uh, the numbers are concerned, numerically, some compatible numbers are those who are born the first or any number that equals the number one in the month, right? So like the first, the 10th of the month, the 19th of the month, right? Any number that equals the number one. So all of my one personality people, fives and sevens, though, you know, they are considered the intellectual. So that's a way to be, you know, you can be compatible and get along personality wise so any number that equals a five during a month any number that equals a one any you know day day of the month that equals a seven so one fives and sevens they um are certainly um you know personalities that can get along if you are a um person that's born on the third or any day that equals a three if you are someone that's born on the 6th of the month or any day of the month that equals a 6 when you add it up, or if you are born on the 9th of the month or any month that, you know, um, equals a 9 when you add it up, um, those are compatible numbers as well. Very artistic in nature as it pertains to, like, personality-wise, very creative. So my three sixes and nines are creative people, and they'll get along. Uh, my twos my fours and and eights okay those are your business people two fours and eight any number in the month that equals a two so the second of the month the 11th of the month right the 29th of the month okay um or if you're born on the fourth of the month the 13th of the month the 22nd of the month or any day that equals a four or if you're born on the eighth of the month the 17th of the month right um, or the 26th of the month or any day that equals, you know, an eight, uh, those energies are, you know, managerial kind of business-like connectors. Okay. 
So, you know, those are just some compatibility uh, things to just put in your pocket, you guys, to let you guys know. Um, some compatibility as it pertains to not only astrology, but the numbers. Okay? Uh, we are in Libra season, so, you know, just try it out and see. I know you're gonna, you guys will probably be like, oh, well, I'm a, I was born a 10th, so I'm a 1. Let me see if my, you know, significant, let me see if my significant other is like, you know, a 7 or something like that, right? Born on a 7, anything that equals a 7, okay? Um, well, don't worry about it. We'll probably have a, um, a webinar that can certainly, you guys can certainly attend so that you don't have to wreck your brain and be like, what did she say? Let me write this down. I don't remember what numbers that, that she gave, right? Um, but um, it's all in fun, and you'll find that uh, you might um, actually see uh, some compatibility there with those number energies. And so, um, you know, this is, again, a wonderful time to uh, focus on your relationships, also focusing on balancing your own inner energies, your feminine and masculine energies. So not only is it good to look back at, you know, your Mars, your Venus, your Moon, and your Sun, um, you know, for compatibility it, uh, situations, but also they're, they're good for you to help balance your masculine and your feminine energies within um, yourself during this Libra season. And considering that not only is it Libra season, but we're under a six universal year numerically um, as a collective, which highlights balance. This is a wonderful time to balance our inner G's, okay? Um, numerically, we are under a seven universal month that highlights relationships, okay? So this month, it highlights health, um, you know, as well as relationships and intuition and you know all of that the jazz but I found it to be interesting that this month of October would highlight relationships considering that it is a seven numerical month all right the number seven is like the hermit's number it's about like isolating oneself so with this energy in October there could be as it pertains to relationships since we are in Libra season there could be um, a bit of issues when it comes to our relationships and our love affairs, right? There could be some trouble for some of us in the collective, a little bit of deception that might happen for some of us um, in the matters of the heart. Not all of us, right? But some of us um, where you might give your attention and your time, right? And your energy to someone else and that person might misplace that energy, um, and not give it back to you, but they may, you know, give that energy to someone else. And therefore that could cause disappointments, right? Um, and so, you know, once that happens, you know, uh, that could cause isolation, right? Where you separate, you're like, you know what? I did this for you, or I gave all this time and attention and energy to you, but now I see that you're giving it to something or someone else. And so I think it's time to, you know, separate, move apart, right? Give me some time and give you some time. And so um, that could bring about isolation. And that is seven energy where, you know, you withdraw, right? Um, and so if that happens for any of us out there in the collective that's listening to this podcast right now, you know, um, 
try to, you know, try not to have so much pride because pride and emotions can cause the separation and the isolation to take place. So try to think about, you know, your emotions as well as your pride, but also um, if any personal isolation takes place in any type of relationship, it doesn't have to be an intimate relationship where this could take place. It could be a friendship, you know, it could be a family member, you know, a family type of relationship or a business partnership. So um, if anything like that occurs, right, within any of your relationships during the month of October, and for some of you, it may have already happened, okay? Um, but if anything like that occurs, this is a wonderful time, okay, during the separation to cultivate a relationship with yourself, cultivate a relationship with your soul, which is your ascendant sign, to also cultivate your relationships with other people, okay? And that's what we're doing for the Libra Love Challenge, right? Spend some time with yourself. Think about, you know, accountability within the relationship that is now, you know, um, in this place of separation. It doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. Take some time out to really think about yourself and you know, connecting with your soul, getting deeper in with oneself during this time of separation, as well as connecting with others, other relationships that you have acquired or that you have, okay? Take some time to learn about yourself because the separation could be temporary. It doesn't have to be long-term. There are times when we need to step back from one another within relationships so that we can get ourselves together, okay? And especially under the fact that we are right now under a third quarter moon, which is a wonderful time to get ourselves together, right? Um, and so, you know, and, and fulfill ourselves, okay? Um, and so, you know, with that, try not to, to I, I think what I want to really say, it's not I don't think I want to say it, what I'm saying is, is relationships go through cycles, relationships of all kinds go through cycles and no matter where you are within the process of that cycle within that relationship always bring it back to yourself so that you can nourish and nurture yourself and learn about yourself remember relationships are grand gifts from the universe that is helping you to see yourself and not just the other person so try not to think about oh the relationship is done it's ended it's over no, think, okay, I bless this with love, and where do I go now? Let me go within and, you know, evaluate myself, analyze myself, be with myself, get connected with my soul, and really think about, you know, my part within a relationship. I have another client who, um, you know, this was a business relationship, and they were like, you know, um, I think that the relationship with me and my client is ending. And I said, well, you know, Bless it with love if it is. Did you live up to your end of the bargain within the relationship, within the business relationship? They said yes. I said, well, that's all that you could do. You did your part, right? And did they say that you did what you were supposed to do within the relationship, the business relationship? They said yes. My client was, was, was pleased or happy with what I produced. 
And I said, well, that's great, you know. That's great. You did your part. Sometimes, you know, relationships shift and they change. As long as you know that you have done what you have come to do, right, within that relationship, then you can release it and bless it with love, right? Um, and see where it goes. Just flow and see what happens, okay? But as long as you fulfilled your part of the bargain, your part of the contract, considering that Libra season is the contract, what do you think? So what's your, what's your take on this? When relationships are ending and things like that, you may not even have, no, you do, you had one, because you, you had a girlfriend at a young age. She was older than him, by the way, everybody. You know. He had a girlfriend when he was younger, and she was older than him. Um, but, you know, it didn't last. It ended, but he was young. So what say you as it pertains to, you know, relationships and they're getting ready to come to a close? Well, you know, I got to say... Hmm. I gotta say there truly is a time for everything you know um, I don't think relationships are gonna completely you know and I, I do feel that they are transforming you know into something I guess I guess better for, for people you know some people were are okay with how it is. Some people aren't, and for the people that aren't comfortable with how relationships work, it'll uh, the evolution of, of of relationships is going to be uh, better suited for them, and you know, in the future. So, um, and for me, I'm 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 all for it. You know, I'm all for change, all for that type of change. So, yeah, that's what I think. So you're all for the transformation of relationships, no matter, you know, how they are transforming and or changing. You see it as a form of evolution within the relationship and that it's not necessarily ending, but it's just taking on a different shape or form. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I get it. I understand. I understand it. Yeah, so it's not necessarily ending. It's just taking on a new form. And so we are to just kind of like fall in line with the new form that the relationship is taking. Exactly. Yep. Go with the flow. Okay. Did you feel that way when it was happening to you, though? Uh, I felt a different type of way, you know. I, I mean, were you, mature, you? I don't think you were you mature enough to say, "Hey, this is transforming into something else," or you were like, "No, yeah, I no, want this to keep going." Yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't mature enough to understand that it could. You know, I was just, I was just, I was just in it. I was just in it, and um, yeah, I didn't think it could. Uh, I didn't even think to believe that it could evolve into something further. So. You know, I was young, young and dumb, so. <laughs> I would say dumb. I think inexperienced, though, but not dumb, but. Yeah, inexperienced is a much better yeah, word, yeah. Inexperienced, not dumb. That was like your first real girlfriend, you know? I know when I was your age, even the age that you are now, listen, we go through a lot of trial and error, okay? We go through a lot of trial and error. 
And the age you are now, I wasn't even thinking at 20 um, about relationships and them transforming and as opposed to them ending. At 20 years of age, when I was your age and I was in relationships, when they were over, they were over. It was like, right. this isn't even about, this is transforming into something else. This is, this is the end. Is this the end? That was me. And I was like, are you my friend? Yeah, well, I wasn't well. thinking about... <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it transforming. I was thinking like, is this the end? It's over. It's done. Yeah. So kudos to you for even thinking like that at 20, because I wasn't. I was like, whatever is, this relationship is so over, and I'm down and out. Down and out in Beverly Hills. Yep. I was, I was Mary J. Blige. I'm going down. But... You know, um, I'm glad that, you know, I have had those experiences um, and they have taught me a lot. And I'm sure that your relationship, you know, um, your first relationship has taught you a lot. It's gotten you to what you're how you're thinking right now. Yeah. So to those of you out there, I know you had to kind of sit through my my singing. That was my rendition of New Edition. Um, it, for those of you who know who New Edition is, you know, um, but in any event, yeah, you know, it is a, 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 a time where you have to think, you know, um, when it comes to relationships that they are ever changing. People within relationships are ever changing as well. And so um, give yourselves time to understand to understand that people and relationships go through changes, all right? Um, so speaking of going through some things and going through some changes, the people in North Carolina, Riley, North Carolina, um, to be specific, they are you know, going through some things um, as it pertains to a situation that took place um, in a residential area of Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, apparently, five people have been killed there. Um, there was a shooter and the suspect is in custody as of now. And it left, I believe, four people and an officer um, dead also, um, there is in the news um, a rise in the number of black gun owners in the U.S. And that, they say, is due to a need for survival to protect against crime. Now, I'm bringing this up because this is a part of the news section of our podcast. But I'm also bringing it up because... You know, Mars, when we talk about gun violence um, or car accidents and things of that nature, but especially gun violence, the first thing that we think about as astrologers or people who study astrology is the planet Mars. And so on the day of this um, North Carolina shooting, 
Uh, Mars was squaring Pluto. And so there's a lot of, you know, power struggles there, conflicts there, um, assertiveness, you know, which can escalate into violence. And so um, I just wanted to point that out to you guys that the planetary energies, uh, when they are playing out, it can look different depending on how we interact with those energies. Okay. So I say that to say this, the situation didn't necessarily need to escalate into a shooting, um, resulting in the death of, of people. Um, but it did, unfortunately. All right. But I just wanted to point out that Mars definitely plays a role in some way, shape or form. Uh, when it comes to any shootings, um, high escalating violence and things of that nature, we always kind of look to see where Mars placement and aspects are. And so um, I just want to definitely uh, send a lot of peace, love, light and continue healing um, and comfort to all those who were affected um, by that particular incident in North Carolina. Uh, because that is definitely unfortunate. Also, too, we do have Scorpio in the North Node right now. And with Scorpio in the North Node, we are certainly moving away from, um, you know, crimes such as what was just mentioned, um, you know, um, as it pertains to North Carolina. So we are, you know, as a collective, being called to move away from you know, um, violent crimes and things of that nature when we have Scorpio in the South Node. The South Node is the karmic destiny or the karmic energy that we have uh, been in already as a collective and that we have experienced and that we are being called to move, you know, from, that we are being called to evolve from, all right? So dominance, power struggles, control, um, you know, uh, crime, violent crimes and things of that nature can certainly fall under that scorpionic energy. And so, um, as a collective, that's something that we are being called to, you know, evolve past. When we talk about the number of black gun owners and the rise of that number in the United States, um, that's something that I think that, uh, we certainly need to be aware of, okay? And, um, you know, keep our eye on, all right? Um, I can't say that that is something that I would, you know, totally or significantly agree with, okay? Um, considering the fact that we are, you know, moving into a more spiritual, ethereal type of energy as a collective, if you if you understand what I mean, you know, this is a time where we are being called, especially if we're moving closer and closer to the age of Aquarius. This is a time where we're being called to tap into our spiritual nature more so than our physical nature. And I feel that, you know, um, weaponry, any type of weaponry, whether it's guns, knives or whatever the case may be. I feel that that is under the category of physical energy, more physical, more material in nature. Um, I don't feel that that is necessarily a spiritual 
uh, area, guns and weapons and things like that. What say you, Sai? What are your thoughts on, you know, this rise in, you know, African-American gun owners? What, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm not saying it's either right or wrong or anything like that. I just feel as though, for me, you know, um, it's more of a physical, material type of um, action, you know, guns and, and, and things of that nature, as opposed to it being more of a spiritual um, decision. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's, you know, definitely a, a material uh, decision, as you said. And um, I think it's just, it's just unnecessary, you know, it's very unnecessary. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just kind of weird because this isn't the first time, you know, we've had, we've had multiple incidents with gun, gun violence in the United States. And, you know, um, it's, it's really at this point, what more can you say, man? You know, what more can you say? I don't know. I think, you know, are we moving towards more of a spiritual nature where we are getting connected with our ancestors, where we are getting, you know, connected with the soul and learning how to, you know, work through what people would call a spiritual warfare? Do we use material objects for spiritual warfare? I mean, does that I, really think about that? Are we to use material you know, handheld or man-made um, weapons for a spiritual warfare. Yeah, no, no, because the two are opposites. You know, they're opposites used for completely different purposes. And um, yeah, yeah, no. no, 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 we shouldn't be using material things for spiritual purposes like that. Not to that, not to that, you know, degree. Well, some people may feel as though what we are experiencing in this shift is, you know, not only spiritual, but it is also physical. And I do believe that, you know, there is a lot going on on more than just the spiritual plane. I do understand that this is, you know, what we are experiencing isn't just, you know, um, spiritual, but it's physical, it's emotional. It's psychological warfare. There's a lot going on. Um, And I'm not saying that people should not protect themselves uh, physically, right? Um, But I I think for me, it is what is a... um, What way, in what way should we physically protect ourselves, right? Is there another way to do that outside of gun violence or outside of guns? You know, that's just my question. That's just, you know, I think I think as a society, we need to explore that more of what you said, you know, and be open to other ways to express that, you know? Yeah, other ways to protect ourselves physically uh, as opposed to gun guns or just guns. Okay, because intuitively, I'm feeling like you know, um, this is, you know, um, more of a spiritual warfare here. And there are other ways to, um, protect ourselves. Okay. Um, than just, you know, uh, 
taking up arms with guns, you know. Um, and so uh, that's just my thoughts on it. That is just my thoughts on it, guys. Let us know what you think. You know, send it in, you know. Um, let's see. Send in an email, you know, www.evolutionnow.org at gmail.com and let us know what your thoughts are around you know um, how we should protect ourselves against violence or crime right should we take up more guns should we purchase more guns and things of that nature or should we find other means of protecting ourselves physically that's one and number two is this more of a physical warfare or a spiritual one or do you see it as being equal on both you know planes it's both physical and equally spiritual you know as it pertains to warfare all right let us know we would love to hear your comments in pop culture we have Kanye West okay Kanye West has made the headlines yet again for comments that he has made, um, you know, uh, I believe he has made some anti-Semitic uh, comments. I didn't get a chance to hear what they were or I didn't get an opportunity to um, read or see what they were. But I understand that there was some anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic comments that he made. Um, and it appears that J.P. Morgan Chase, the bank has closed his financial account with them. Um, you know, but I believe that Kanye has said that he is okay with that. He is satisfied with that, that, you know, that they have closed his accounts. He's all right with that. Um, and apparently he was not happy with their services anymore. All right. And their business. So, um, he was quite all, all right with that. Uh, and so, he basically was saying that he was dissatisfied with their business and so it resulted in them severing ties with him um, as it pertains to his financial accounts so he has um, certainly been in the media lately um, and I believe that he was wearing or he wore a White Lives Matter shirt or on his sleeve. There was, um, you know, White Lives Matter sleeve or something like this. Um, and people, you know, had problems with him, you know, wearing this shirt. Okay. And so, uh, as you guys know, Kanye was, you know, born on June 8th, 1977. He is a second deck in Gemini which is dual nature. Uh, he is a two life path. All right. Um, and he also has a Pisces moon, which is also dual in nature. You know, a lot of people, you know, they, they feel as though, uh, Kanye has, you know, bipolar, right? He has his bipolar, you know, uh, disorder thing going on. Right. But I think that, and, and they feel as though it's something mental that's going on with, with, with Ye, or Yeezy. Ye, is that what he's being called today? Yeah, Ye. 
So they all feel like, you know, Ye has a mental thing happening. There's something going on. It's a mental illness, right? But I would like for you guys to look at this from an astrological perspective, if you will, because I will, as you guys know. Um, Kanye, of course, is a Gemini, right? When we talk about Gemini, we're talking about dual nature here. There are two sides to Gemini. There's the lower side of the self and the higher side of the self. Gemini deals with the conscious mind, okay? And so Kanye is very aware of what he's doing, what he's saying, right? Very aware of that, very conscious of that. Um, he is governed by Mercury. So Mercury is the planet of communication and intellect. Not only that, Kanye's Mercury, okay, which is his ruling planet, is in the sign of Taurus. So when I look in his chart and I saw that his Mercury, which is the way that he communicates and the way that, you know, he processes things intellectually, it lets me know that it's in a sign that is stable. I'm going to say it again. It's in a sign that is very stable. Taurus is, is stability. So I don't, I don't see from an astrological standpoint, this is just an astrological analysis. I don't see that there's some instability with his um, intellect, okay? Um, Mercury and Taurus is very methodical, very practical energy, all right? Um, they can be very methodical and very practical with their communication. So they communicate carefully and they know exactly what it is that they are saying and they can bring their um, intellectual ideas into a communicative form that is practical and down to earth. It may take them a little while to process what they need to process in order to um, deliver what it is that they would like the idea that they want to deliver. Okay. But once they have processed it, it is rooted and grounded and it's stable and it's practical. So they, they pretty much know what they're saying and what, you know, what they are doing. Okay. Um, he has the ability to, to retain information and he has a steady mind that is very practical, you know, in his application and, and his perceptions. Also, too, with that Mercury in, in Taurus, um, it is an energy that can be stubborn when it comes to their their thoughts okay once they have a thought and they and they value that thought it, it, it's really hard to get them to you know move away from that particular thought all right um because Taurus is a fixed sign so i say all of that to say this you know i i truly just feel and believe through the astrology that Kanye knows what he's saying. He knows what he's talking about. He's very methodical with his. All right. And things of that nature. However, I have to look at the Pisces moon and the Gemini sun. Your sun energy is your individuality. And his sun energy being in Gemini is dual in nature. It's not one person or one energy. There's two energies there. Okay. When you think about the fact that he has a Pisces moon, that's very creative energy, all right? It's very sensitive, very creative, and that energy is dual in nature as well. Pisces is not one energy. That is also two energies. 
So for me, it's not so much about how he thinks and how he communicates. It's about where is his communication coming from? Is it coming from the dual nature of his emotions, which is his moon, which is that Pisces energy? Or is it coming from the dual nature of his personality, his individuality, which is that Gemini? So when he has, you know, dual energy in his sun and in his moon, you never know what you're going to get. I think for Kanye, it's him deciding who he wants to be. You know, who is he going to be? Is he going to be his lower self or his higher self at any given time? You know, when he's communicating and, and, and you know, relaying information. And so that's why sometimes people are like, I can really get with Kanye and what he said this time around. But the last time I couldn't get with him. I didn't, I couldn't follow him. I didn't know what he was saying. I didn't know, I, I couldn't get with that, right? And that is because he's choosing who is going to, you know, you know, who is going to really take the mic and, and communicate, you know, what part of the self is it his sun sign Gemini dual energy or is it his Pisces dual energy, his emotion, right? How he emotes in the world, that subconscious energy. So, you know, um, I think that, you know, being able to kind of you know, get an understanding of the fact that when you see a man or when you see the one person, you may see that one person, but there's so many different parts to that individual soul. You know, I feel like we're so quick to counsel someone out, um, but we're not quick enough to, to understand them, you know, and speaking of understanding, okay, um, numerically, Kanye is an eight personality. He's born on the eighth day of the month. The number eight, okay, is also in a way dual in nature because it's always working with the spiritual realm versus the material realm. Which realm, you know, are they going to work or operate out of? Okay, and how can we balance that until we're able to balance and harmonize the dual energy that's within this one man, okay? And it's not even for us to, to harmonize. It's for him to work towards balancing and harmonizing. And can you imagine? And now listen, I am not co-signing on anything of, of, of what Kanye has done or hasn't done, but I'm just speaking from the astrological, you know, standpoint and analysis of, of, this, of this soul, meaning, you know, Kanye and the numerical that's a lot of dual energy to have to work with within one soul. Okay. So can you imagine trying to work with your lower self and higher self from a sun standpoint, a lower and a higher self from your emotional standpoint? I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot going on there and trying to balance and harmonize that and then try to do that under the spotlight of paparazzi and, you know, all of the other things that are out there. Okay. So there's a lot that goes on and, you know, within a soul and the complexity of an individual, right? When we're dealing with these uh, astrological and numerical energies. So I just, I feel like it's, um, it's something, you know, to be able to kind of do an analysis and really think about, you know, individual souls from an astrological and numerical standpoint to, to understand them. 
right? Understand what could potentially be going on there, all right? Um, and so this type of year for Kanye, he's in a year where, you know, partnerships and, you know, collaborating with others is going to be important for him, okay? Um, it's it's going to be important for him this year to work with other people and, you know, um, be collaborative with others. Uh, you know, teamwork and partnerships is going to be important. Not only that, uh, Tauruses and Cancers are going to certainly be significant for him this year. And I believe that he's been linked with um, Candace Owens recently. Uh, and uh, I think she too wore the um, Black Lives, no, White Lives Matter shirt as well. And I believe that she uh, had a documentary uh, that premiered recently and, and Kanye was with her, you know, um, on the premiere of her documentary uh, that is out now. And needless to say that Candace is a Taurus. Yeah. And so I just said that Tauruses and Cancers were going to figure prominent and be significant for him in this type of year that he's in. And this is a significant year for Kanye. So... Um, with Candace being a tourist that's that's speaking volumes um, and they have been seen together and working together recently so um, I just feel like if we kind of go deeper beneath the surface of what is really going what we see right um, we can gain some insight clarity and some direction and some understanding around what could potentially be happening right and so um when we talk about air signs and considering that Kanye is an air sign, you know, air signs can be flippant. What, what say you, Saya? Your, your, your moon is in Gemini, so you should, you, you kind of know. You kind of got it. Yeah, I do. I agree. We are, we can be pretty flippant. Yeah. You know, um, I, I know you know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of, Nah, kind of difficult to work with at first, but you know you get used to it. So, yeah, that's what I think. Uh, yeah, that's why. That's all I gotta say about that. Yeah, you know, I know Kanye is, you know, someone that you, you know, you and your brother, pretty much, you know, are into and follow and things of that nature. And I feel like you guys um, certainly see him as a role model your generation especially when it comes to music so you know um you guys have a respect for Kanye and um you know you respect his genius um energy when it comes to his creativity now let me just say this and I'm gonna get off I'm gonna get off of Kanye for a minute but I will just say that you know you can't deny you know some of the creative genius and creative energy that that this soul has you know, meaning Kanye, when we use the word genius, genius is going to probably be different for each and every person, right? Um, what I might think is genius, you may not, right? Um, and vice versa. But I feel as though when it comes to creativity, there's an element of creativity that he does have, okay? Um, and being able to tap into that creativity, you're going to have to, nine times out of ten, go to different, you know, go to different places to 
to grab that creativity from, you know? Okay? Um, especially when you have like a lot of Neptune energy or prominent Neptune placements. Um, and I believe that Kanye is Neptune dominant. I believe um, that he's Pluto dominant. Uh, I think I saw as well as Taurus and Gemini dominant, meaning like those planetary energies and those zodiac sign energies are heightened in his chart. And so when you talk about Neptune, that's Piscean energy. You know, that's ethereal, that's other dimension. That's like otherworldly things going, other outerworldly things going on, you know? So, you know, and it can be delusional. It can be very confusing energy, Pisces, right? Delusional, confusion, all of that can also happen. So that's the shadow side of Pisces. So when we see Kanye, he could be coming from that side of the self as well. You know, very delusional, confusing. And so that's why people can get with him on certain things that he says. And then they can't get with them on other things that he says. Right? For me, as an astrologer or someone who studies astrology, I'm looking at that might be his moon energy that's just coming out. And it's, it's being played out through his communication. He's coming from an emotional standpoint. You know? Um, and so, you know, that that's how I... I see him. I really do see him in that regard. I think that he does know what he's what he's saying, that he's not necessarily crazy. I just feel like, where is he emotionally, right? <laughs> what emotional status is he in? Because that is what we're going to probably get from him when it comes to his communicating, right? Um... So that is that on that, guys. Don't be so quick to counsel people out, okay? Try to understand or, or gain some understanding, okay? Um, that's what I would say. Gain some understanding as to what is really going on and potentially happening there. All right, but in any event, we wish Kanye the best. I know I do. I wish him the best. I do. I wish him the best in his endeavors or whatever it is he's, he's attempting to do. Okay, I mean, this is a business person. The number eight personality is definitely business. So what you're seeing might very well be um, a way to, um, you know, gain attention for business. You know, the number eight energy is ambitious and uh, authoritative in nature. So, you know, you certainly have that as well. So with that being said, speaking of business, if you are interested in receiving a personal year or a numerical chart um, or a uh, business session, you can certainly go to www.evolutionnow.org um, and schedule your session there. We just had the 50% off fall sale, but that is um, over now. Um, but you can still schedule and book your session um, so that you can gain insight, clarity, and direction around your own specific and personal energies okay so you don't counsel yourself out <laughs> all right you can gain some insight clarity and direction around yourself and what's going on with you especially when it comes to your personal year energy i think that is so important um especially with the energies that we're going to be facing uh the end of this year as well as next year in 2023 having a personal year session um is definitely going to certainly be beneficial 
for those who are interested in the merch, uh, the Astro Numbers merch, you can certainly go to my IG page at Astro Numerologist 7 and all of my links are there so that you can tap in and, um, you know, certainly see what's on the site and, you know, purchase your manifestation mugs um, or, you know, winter is coming. So you can certainly purchase a hoodie and things of that nature as well. Uh, what else can I say? Uh, if you are interested in adorning yourself with some beautiful hypoallergenic, uh, you know, gold-plated stainless steel jewelry, um, you can certainly get that at Loretta Brillar. And um, with my discount, you can certainly get 50% off beautiful jewelry um, that can certainly express liberty and freedom and um, self-expression as well. Loretta Brillard. Yep. So um, that is also on my IG page as well. Uh, you could also follow me at Ashnurajah7 on Facebook. And um, you know what we always say. I thank you guys for joining us. You want to maximize your now moment and keep moving forward. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from within. within. You want to be ready so you don't have to get, get ready. ready. All right. Thank you guys for joining on tonight's episode. And uh, we'll reconvene soon.